Welcome to the PM Growth Expert Show, where we not only give you strategies, hints, and tips on how to grow your rent roll, but we also interview leading experts from around the planet. Now, for 40 ways you can grow your rent roll without having to worry about relying on salespeople or expensive search engine optimization, just go to pmleadsecrets.com. That's pmleadsecrets.com for our free book. All you've got to do is pay for shipping. Take care. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant-assisted routine inspections, where your tenants, in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi, it's Dennis Yusuf here from Inspired Growth Training. And today I have one of my favorites, Saracen Cotter, all the way from Melbourne, which is right down the bottom of Australia. Uh, fairly cold right where you are right now, Sarah. But Sarah, thank you so much for coming on board and being part of the Grow 100 Expert Challenge. Thank you for having me. Very exciting to um, be with you again. It is. It is. So this isn't the first time that you've um, done a, a podcast recording with us or a Facebook Live, right? You've yeah. been on quite a few of those. And um, I, I want to bring up, I, I still remember the very first time you and I met. It was quite a few years ago now. It was a long time ago now. I think nearly eight, it would have been nearly eight years ago, I think. Yeah, one, two, no, 2016, I think it was. 2016. Yeah, so it was a long while ago. But you know what? I, I don't even think that, um, I, I remember you actually told me off. You actually <laughs> were, you were actually so passionate because you came to day two. I of, did. Uh, I'd done a session of, you know, a, a couple of months prior and you were you were like lunchtime come up why wasn't I here at the first session blah 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 and I'm going I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the trainer (laughs) it was it was so good so much information and I definitely was a bit disappointed I wasn't there on day one but um day two the energy and the vibes were amazing and and here we are yeah that's right um so much has happened since then And, and you were only relatively new to um, wanting to be obedient back there, right? I did have that fire in the belly back when I met you, mm-hmm. um, but I was pretty, uh, I suppose, new-ish into property management. I think I'd been doing it for about three years um, at that stage, but it was definitely a career progression goal of mine. Yeah, yeah, and then it wasn't long after that that you'd, you know, you'd moved on into a full-time role 
yeah. of BDM. Like, you, you know, you find it. I remember you rang me up, Dennis, I've changed colors. I've, I've got a new job and I'm now a full-time BDM, you know, and I, I remember I was so happy for you as well, <laughs> right? Um, I was, and I don't know how many countless phone calls we've had since um, that day, since when you, you know, you'd, you'd actually called me and um, said you finally got it up. And I remember, I think it was on along the words of, I'm Dennis, I'm going to be calling you a lot now. I did. I definitely said that. And I was like, call the coach. <laughs> yep. And you certainly have. And, um, and the great thing about that is, you know, obviously we've formed some, a great friendship as well, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Very grateful. So let's move on. Let's hook into some of the questions that we're going to go. Um, look, I, I've got to say, I, I totally love training and um, mentoring and helping you, Sarah, because you actually implement, you actually process the words that are being said. You'll argue back with me, you know, and but but once you own it, you own it. You know, uh, it's like it's like the very first time I said, you've got to do video. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing video. And, and can you remember what we did? We are, yeah, we did Snapchats every day for, I'm pretty sure it was a week. 10 days I made you days. do it. Then you go. forgot one and I made you start again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to be comfortable behind the lens uh, and definitely watching yourself back on videos. And I've still got my videos from a few years ago now and it is really amazing to look back and, and see how far I've come in front of the camera so yeah. definitely was a great way to to start with the confidence yeah and no doubt we'll um we'll talk about those um a little bit later but what was really exciting about that is um you actually said no I'm not sending you videos you said I'll send them on snapchat because you knew that if you sent me bloopers, I would post them to social media. Oh, no, are you going to show some of my bloopers? <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a big album of my own bloopers stashed away as well. Oh, as, as we all do. And I have shown some bloopers at conferences and um, they may come out um, later this year. Who knows? Can't wait to see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sarah, let, let's get things off. Um, I'm, I know the answer to this, right? But, you know, what would um, a, a book or a podcast recording be without me talking about coffee? So mm. are you a tea or a coffee person? Definitely a coffee person. I love my baristas in my local community. They are amazing. I certainly look forward to... Um, knocking on the door one day and turning up to your office and saying, yes. come on, take me to these famous baristas that you've got so I can sample them. Yeah, definitely yeah. great coffee in, in my area. So Yeah, Melbourne is blessed as being the, um, the coffee culture city of Australia, I've got to say. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what did you do before you joined real estate? So before real estate, I was actually a store manager for a menswear store. Um, though across Australia, I'm not sure if you remember Dennis, man to man. Um, yeah, so I used to have a team that I managed and I also had the opportunity to go interstate and help them um, train staff and open new stores. So it was really good start um, to get that customer service sales 
um, I suppose, experience behind me, the skills of managing my time and other people's time as well. So that's what I did for quite a long time before I took the plunge into real estate. Yeah, no doubt that would have taught you really good people skills as well. You know. Yeah, very fortunate for the guys um, at Man to Man. They, they definitely helped me along my journey um, there. So loved it. But customer service is what I truly love about being in real estate as well. Yeah, well, okay. So I'm now going to be feeling very judged whenever I'm around you wearing clothes. Right. Like, Oh, you know. your suit is on point. Okay, Okay. that's that's good to know, everyone. Um, And I'm glad this is being recorded as well. So um, we've got that. (laughs) Sarah agrees that my clothes are okay. So Michael Sands, um, when you're listening to this, it's it's good to know that as well. So what got you into real estate? Like, why real estate, Sarah? So a friend of mine actually planted the seeds. Mentorman is no longer around anymore and I really wanted to have a think about uh, some what I could do that will allow me to still see people every day. I didn't want a job that was just the same thing every day. Um, so I wanted to learn. I wanted to educate myself more. So I think for me initially it was just about getting into real estate so that I could help um, renters at that time because I used to rent myself and having the experience of of being a renter um, really just made me think about how much has changed and and how much has changed now. It's incredible. Um, But I was truly passionate about some things that I had experienced from my property manager at the time. And I thought, I actually think I could be good at this. So I I did it. Wow. Um, yeah, so I think for me, really getting into real estate was to be able to help people. At that stage, it was as renters, and now I'm fortunate enough to be able to be helping um, investors and rental providers. Yeah, cool. So how long ago? So how long have you been in real estate then? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Okay. So yeah. wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that that's some really good experience that you've got there. You're at that eight year buffer. No wonder you're getting so many listings. hard hard work dedication passion your passion has never died I've got to say I keep telling everyone that um, you're one of the most passionate people that I do know so okay next question um, is something that I absolutely love you know because it's really important that we have our motivation but we have our buzz about what keeps us getting up and going to work all the time we all have our bad days and, and you know, yep. and, and you know, you and I, we, we talk all the time and we both know we have a bad day, but we also have our wins, you know. So what, what is it that keeps you going to work on a Monday morning? Monday's one of the tough days, right? Um, so-called the, oh, my goodness, we've got to go to work day. But, you know, what keeps it going for you? What's, what's that motivating factor that you absolutely love about you know getting to work still on a Monday morning so for me Mondays is actually one of my favorite days and for people that will watch or or listen there'll be a divided opinion about this but I think over the weekend you're you're rested um, you're recharged you've had time with friends family and yourself so for me on a Monday when I'm going 
um, whether it's home or, or working from home at the moment still, but into the, the office. I'm excited to, to get back and to speak with my clients. And Mondays in property management is pretty full on because you've had your inspections over the weekend. You're, you've got um, your rental providers who are waiting to see what kind of amazing tenants came through an application. So I think actually talking to people gives me my buzz in this industry. Every single person that I meet has a story to tell as what we do. Because at the end of the day, we're human first. So that human connection and talking to people is what makes me passionate about coming into the office on Monday because I know on a Monday I'm going to help so many people with their new homes. You know, it's interesting, Sarah, because, you know, there is a buzz about helping people. Absolutely. There's something about when you know you're about to tell them something or educate them some something for the better for them that there, there is that buzz for you. There's a good feeling about it, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and you said earlier that, um, you know, that you loved helping tenants when you first came into it. And, and that's what it's about. You know, you've enjoyed that. And now you get to help, you know, those owners, you know, which is that next level, which is, you know, awesome. So tell us a little bit about your marketplace, like, and, and your office. Like, um, t- uh, tell us about your office, um, your your position in the office and, you know, who else there is, et cetera, and, and your market. Yeah, so um, I work southeast suburbs in Melbourne, um, predominantly in the Monash area. So we um, will have properties anywhere from apartments to luxury big homes. It is quite a um, diverse culture of people, which is really amazing to um, talk to different people and get to know their cultures, which I another thing that I really love about working in the area that I do. Um, we manage over 2,000 properties from our office. So we do have a large rental and sales team as well as commercial team. Um, there's myself and another business development manager. We work um, really closely together as a team because I feel if you are both um, supporting each other and encouraging each other and doing similar things, then overall that will be noticed in the area that you work at. So I'm really, really um, blessed and fortunate to have um, Alice, who's other business development manager, and we share the same vision and passion. And when we're together, we're, um, we're inseparable. Yeah, so, um, and, and I've met Alice, she's a, she's a lovely girl too, and, and quite good at her job. So just for the record, 2,000 is a massive number. So a lot of people um, listening, you know, um, you know, there's a, it, it's a high number, right? That yeah. is a big office, you know, that's yeah. a machine in its own. Now, um, also for the record, the listings that you get that your own listing. So um, if you share with us um, later when I ask uh, about the number of properties and stuff, that's you only. Alice has got to get her own targets. Correct. You are separate BDMs. You don't, separate I'm BDMs. sure you do help each other yeah. at times, but you've still got your own numbers that you've got to achieve. Yeah, we, we both have our own um, KPIs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My next question. How many doors, how many properties did you list last year? So in the last financial year, I listed 240. 
which is an absolute massive number. 20 properties a month average is absolutely huge. And you know we all know the amount of work that gets into that as well. Now, not only did you lease 240 properties, but how many did you have to lease as well? Uh, so I'm not 100% sure of the actual statistic around that because we do um, receive a lot of, well, I have completed, sorry, a lot of transfer of management, so they're not leased. Um, so I don't know the 100% statistic on that, but majority of um, the properties that I, I list, I will lease. Sarah, even if we said it was only 100, the point is here that you have to lease your own properties as well. So to get 20 new properties per month, plus you have to lease anything that's empty, that is amazing work and deserves a huge pat on the back. So, you know, Thank it's you. a massive well done on that. Thanks. So, yeah, I think so the last financial year, my average uh, listings was 20 um, per month and my average uh, lease was 18 a month. Which is huge. Yeah. <laughs> that is huge. So well done. Okay. So if you were to focus on one or two um, strategies, okay, chasing, hunting, going mm -hmm. out there and collecting for business, you know, you were to focus on the, the one to two strategies to grow 100 new doors in a 12-month period. What would those two key things be and why? So the first one um, would be the phone calls. Um, like I, I know if anyone has seen my previous podcast as well and I, we have spoken about this and I am quite open about it. So I am fully aware of technology supporting um, what we do and how it streamlines our, our business. But I feel like the agents who are not actually picking up the phone and connecting with either previous clients or current clients or um, clients that are looking to, you know, purchase the investment property, they're the ones I feel that I'm, I'm not getting the best out of that lead or that just that person that you've spoken to. So definitely my strategy um, that I believe has worked really well for myself and do encourage it um, within our team as well is just to pick up the phone and have a conversation. Um, the other day, even I think we spoke about Dennis, I did a little bit of a post on how can you make someone's day and an email, there's no tone, there's, there's no love. Whereas when you actually have a conversation with someone over the phone, you can hear their energy, um, you can feel their energy too, you know, when you pick up the phone and have a chat with someone. So for me, that's that's my biggest um, tip is just to get on the phone and just start connecting with people. And it starts with the conversation and then you can hopefully get in front of them and meet up, have a coffee. It's, it's such a, a strong tool. So that would definitely be um, my first one. I think my second... Hold on, hold on. Let me dig deep Sorry. on the first one. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. Look, you're so excited. You want to keep sharing. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, so look, I just want to dig a little bit, you know, deeper because yeah. um, picking up the phone is great. And, yes, you you put a post in the IGT in a circle about how do you make people um, happy on those phone calls. And... Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I think on the lines, I just said, 
a random phone call is just going to put a smile on their face. Just, just getting that no reason call yeah. will make them happy. You know, it's connecting. The word is so important. It's just reconnecting because at BDM, we can fall into the, the hole of we list all these properties and then we're not calling those people back because we chase, we chase, we chase. We can't just let go. So it's really important to reconnect with those um, people that you were the reason why they built and chose to use your company. So it's important yeah. to keep those relationships connected, right? Absolutely. It's um, the, the goal for me is to have long-lasting relationships with my clients. Um, and I'm very fortunate that some of my clients have become friends now because we have had a strong connection and for me that that's powerful in itself and I think as well you know like you said um a small thing is just to actually connect and pick up the phone but there are so many agents that I know of who just sit behind their desk or they don't follow up and as a, a BDM um, one of the main things is to follow up on all of your clients um remind putting your reminders in to just give them a call and follow up it is it is really powerful yeah, it absolutely is. Now, something that you did say that I enjoyed as um, previous clients, you call them as well. Oh, you know, absolutely. If someone even sold um, a property, it's just I put my reminders in when to call them again and, and see how they've settled in. This is if they've sold their investment property. Um, or if they were planning on some family members moving in, just a touch base with them again, see how that's all going. It's just to continue that relationship. I don't feel like a relationship should end just because you haven't transacted necessarily at that stage too. Yeah. Now, Sarah, I, I often tell people that, um, you know, a, a BDM will fall into that category of, you know, they're prospecting, 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 and, you know, they get a lot of new business, but because when they get too busy, the next month can be quiet. I, I can count, I don't know how many second months, the buy month you've called me saying, Dennis, I've got no leads. And I, what did I, what would I say? Get on the phone. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Get on the phone. And, and you were doing 200 calls a week. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one week I did like 267 calls in, in one week, um, which is a lot, um, but you need to make time to get those calls in. Yeah, it's about blocking that specific time around and, and yeah. making those calls. And and well done. It's so important to call those um, those people that have sold um, their investment property and, and they may have downsized the house, they may buy another property. You just don't know and staying connected yeah. with them does that. They might invest again. Um, I actually, Dennis, going back to what you said about what you drew today, I've got on my whiteboard, which is actually next to me, what you drew today manifests the next three months. It's so true. Well said. Yeah. So it's on yeah. my whiteboard because I'm pretty massive on manifesting and having your goals. Um, and I look at that every single day. And that's what reminds me. What you do today is going to set you up for not just the next month, but the following months because referrals that come in and leads that, that come in or people that you connect with aren't necessarily going to transact at that time. So you need to keep that pipeline flowing and keep those conversations going with people so that you can continue to have a healthy um, pipeline of people to talk to. So what you do today is going to manifest, manifest for you. Manifest the next three months. Well done. That's awesome. That's, that's a good quote. I'm going to have to create a meme for you for that one, okay? Yay! 
it's, it's a very good quote. Okay, so uh, picking up the phone, obviously it, it's working for you. Um, you're getting, um, obviously, you, you know, you're listing a lot of um, new business from that, which is great. Now, and your second strategy, let's segue it into what's the other thing that you would do? Uh, I'm a bit like torn between two, but I'm going to go with what I'm doing at the moment um, mm -hmm. because also you do talk about this and, and it is known that a lot of people are on their phones all the time. Um, so, and I was sceptical of, of doing this, but social media. Um, I have been working really hard on creating content for investors. Um, I feel like when someone is going to do business now with another person, they're looking them up first. And that's how I, um, I've had a lot of clients even say that they have just Google, uh, Google searched us and have seen me and then they've gone onto my LinkedIn or my Instagram. And before they've even spoken with me, they already can see what I do um, a bit about my personality. So that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. And also through network, which was going to be my other point, um, with other people and businesses. So we spoke about coffee earlier. Um, my favourite place that I like to go to in my area, um, we promote each other. We network really closely. Um, they are always telling their clients if they hear them in conversations. So it's also, I think it goes hand in hand as well, like the networking and the social media side of things because I've got clients that provide me information that I then use on my social media. So um, that's the other two things I'm really working on um, to really ramp it up to the next step too. Okay, so let's dig in because you know what I'm like. I want to dig in a little bit deeper here. Yeah. Social media. So you've 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 spoken about LinkedIn, um, LinkedIn, in Instagram, and Facebook, right? They're your three key ones that you're working on. Correct. Yep. Okay. So and um, you have a, a professional page yes. that you've got set up. Uh, and what's that? What's that um, profile? Uh, my name. <laughs> 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 and that's Sarah Sincotter, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's my name. <laughs> yep, it is. You can look Sarah up. Um, and and nice, what I love nice about name. that, Sarah, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because sometimes people will have, you know, Dennis Yusuf BDM or Dennis Yusuf, whatever the company I'm working for. But yours yeah. is pure your name. That is perfect. Nice okay. and easy. Well, it's Sarah.Sincotter. So... Um, I've kept it nice and easy because I want people to be able to, to find me um, easily. Yeah, that's cool. Well done. That's awesome. So, um, and I like that. So now what are the, what are typically some of the things that you'd be posting or doing on your social media? Um, so I have, I'm going to be working really closely on creating some new content actually, um, which we've spoken about Dennis as well, because yep. I do want to, to start doing a bit more. But typically um, I do like a, a weekly wrap-up. So what I'm, how we've done for the week um, as a team, um, I post what I'm doing for my day so people can understand what my day intakes and, and what I do on a daily basis, um, what properties I've listed that are coming on the market, what properties I've leased, some of the results. Um, I do share um, my client testimonials 
Um, I'm really grateful for all of my clients who jump on and, and leave me reviews. I think it definitely helps for my future clients as well to see the kind of person that they are going to be doing business with. So yep. um, about me, about the area, it is really a range of things. I don't have a set or um, stringent, you know, plan for what I post. Um, but that's about myself, my team, and what I'm doing. Okay, I'm going to add, obviously, because I think I'm your biggest raving fan, right? Yeah, so, you can see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Sarah, you also do behind-the-scenes photos with your photographer or when you're yep. at property and stuff, which is great. Sometimes you're doing an update sitting at a desk like where you are now or you're sitting in the car. You know, you also share testimonials of people in your team. It's not just about you. You're sharing the wins for the company, which is great because that also helps the culture of your yeah. team when they see, wow, she cares for us as well. It's it's brilliant. And another thing that you do well is um, you're also pushing more culture again when you have those team meetings and the awards. You celebrate your wins, mm. which is brilliant, you know. So there's nothing wrong with celebrating your wins. And you do put a little bit of property on there, but the, which I am so anti against property, but I don't complain with you because you do a great job of mixing it all up. Yeah, I think the key. I don't, obviously my, you know, my job is to, um, you know, list and, and lease properties. Um, I, I do, I think though, for when I do post properties, it's, it's also so people can see what's happening in the market too. Um, I can talk about what's happening in the market, but when people can actually see what's happening in the market, um, that itself is is great for you know potential clients to to have a look at as well. So um, because that's why they come to an agent is because of our experience and our market knowledge in in the area. So I want to give as much um, knowledge as I can. I think from here though, I do want to be able to create um, free, uh, I suppose, value to investors um, because, like I said, I'm in real estate to help investors and I want to be able to connect and reach out and to just provide um, some content that will get some investors thinking about what they should actually do before they purchase an investment property and how I can help them with that side of things. Which is awesome, right? It's, um, yeah. it's great. I mean, we could talk about just that for hours. So <laughs> that, that you're hitting my passion right there when you're, you're dealing with potential investors and stuff. So Sarah, um, follow up. Obviously, it's the, the secret F word that um, it needs to be done more and you've covered that as well. So how many other agents are typically in your marketplace that you're um, up against? Um, uh, typically... So when when so let's say um, like I know you've got so many agents in the area, right? But if yeah. you were if you had an owner that said, um, Sarah, I've got X amount of property, um, I've run X amount of other property managers in the area, and you're one of them. How many would that X be that you'd typically be up against when you know you're um, coming up against other agents? Yeah, look, typically three. Yeah. Um, but there's five, like pretty. Uh, you know, prominent agents in the area that I work in. Yeah, okay, five. And then you've got all those other agents that work in, um, that spread their wings and do come, you know, cross-contaminate into your zone as well. Correct, yeah. Yeah, okay. So 
what are your points of difference that you believe make Sarah and the team stand out? What do you think your key points of differences are that are really impressing those clients um, that should be using your services instead of those other agencies? Um, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, I don't really like talking about myself. So you put me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> but it, it is interesting because I, you know, I do speak to uh, many people within my team and people like yourself and um, my directors. So I believe my point of difference is me. I'm, nobody else has me. No one else will, will share um, the knowledge and experience that, that I bring, the energy that I bring, um, the passion that I bring, the connection. Um, I feel like a strong point for me is I'm very big on building or gaining trust uh, very early from my potential clients. So that is a, a strong point of difference, I believe, for myself. Um, for my team, we have such a great culture. We all work really well. We do have same values. Um, it's it's just I don't want to give away too much either, Dennis. I'm trying to be, you know, a bit because these are my points of difference for a reason. So, yep, but they are, but that's okay. So uh, you've got some really good points of differences, right? Because um, I'm, I'm going to help you along okay. and help out. You know your stats, right? Yeah. Which is a huge point of difference, you know? Yeah. And that comes back to your market knowledge and, and stuff as well. Uh, video, mm. absolute huge point of difference and the utilisation of social media for what it should be which is what you do well in those market yeah. updates. And, and actually our Google reviews, that's one of our, like we've got over 960 Google reviews now for um, our office, which there's no other agent in the area that even comes close to the amount of reviews that we get from our um, tenants and our landlords. So definitely. Did you, did you not win an award for um, the most Google reviews that came through into your office? I did. So I had 54 reviews in like six months. Wow. Um, yeah, which was, uh, which was nice. But um, it is really nice to get that, that feedback. Um, but the reason why we asked that feedback is so that, you know, potential clients or, um, you know, tenants or landlords can see the experience that they would get with our office and the results that we are achieving. But it's actually interesting you said about, yeah, point of difference being stats because one thing that I do notice is I will be able to tell you right now how many properties that we leased last month, that our average weekly rent. And when I ask my potential clients if they are, you know, comparing me with another agent, do you know what their team have done in the last week, 30 days, majority of the time they say no. So I would say that is definitely a massive point of difference. It is yeah. huge. And I think for you, Sarah, it comes so natural for you to be able to discuss with them. You're feeding them so much information. Um, it's, it's then you're not knowing what little information the other agents are actually giving. And you'd be surprised. It's like the follow-up. 
yeah more likely going to win business because most of the other agencies aren't doing it doing that yeah Yeah. okay so how do you particular like how do you then respond to the the good old question will you match the fees of the agent down the road oh this can go so many different ways um this question and it doesn't happen often um which is good however um i am really i do really value myself and my team and our office so um it would be to show them why we charge what we charge before even talking about you know discounting fees or because the other agent it's about actually breaking it down and what is the act what is it actually though is it about the fees or is it because i haven't covered something with them or they're not comfortable with something it's trying to get that pain point from the potential client and then working out what the actual uh, problem is because majority of the time it's not even the fees yeah so yeah I feel like if you provide enough value and you show them this is what our our renteries are this is what our vacancy period is this is how many tenants we have in a lease at the moment this is how many tenant inquiries that we've had, your processes, your procedure and your knowledge. Most of the time, clients are just blown away by that. And sometimes it's even like too much, especially with all the new compliance and, and things like that. Um, it's really breaking it down and finding out what actually it is that they're questioning and finding out their, their pain point and then breaking that down to be able to have a discussion with them and show them why we charge what we charge. You know what I love about that, Sarah, is it's you're showing them your proof statements. You're showing them how you're saving them money for using you, right, which is absolutely yeah. brilliant. And you are right. You know, you're doing a great job on your socials that we've already spoken about and and your passion, your knowledge and um, care for the industry. And they they sense that. So it, it turns into where do I sign versus what are your fees, mm. you know, which, yeah. you know, um, and you said earlier when I first asked, it doesn't happen often. I'm going to say one in 10 ask me for a discount. And I feel sometimes they just ask out of the habit of it too. I think real estate is typically an industry where people do ask, Hmm. you know, can you do any or not necessarily ask for a discount, but the way that I find that they'll word is can you do any better or is that your final, you know, proposal or or things like that. But I actually had a client today um, that said to me that I wasn't cheap. Well, not just me, cheap, but we weren't the cheapest agent. Yep. Uh, but he gave me the business because I was the only agent who knew as much information as possible but conveyed that to him. So you yep. could have a listing presentation and talk about anything, but you need to connect with your client and actually show your value. So he actually said to me, you're not the cheapest agent, but I really liked your knowledge and your experience. And he was happy to give me the business then. So, yeah, I think that conversation with, you know, scripting, it can go in so many ways, but I really think it's just you need to break it down and find out why they're asking you that you can discount your fees. Or a good BDM, though, knows what other agents charge. And that's the other thing. So I know what my competitors charge. Um, They know what we charge. So it's just being able to explain to them, yeah, we know that they charge what they do and this is what our charge is and, and this is why we charge what we do. Yeah, it's interesting. You've demonstrated, 
Sorry? You've got to be confident, though, with it. Absolutely. It's coming from here. You know, you've demonstrated um, that, you know, um, your value. So it's interesting, right? Even though you're showing the clients that, Sarah, you're showing the clients that you guys are saving the money. Some people like, you know, your gentleman today, he still looks at the actual cost. He's not cost, looking yeah. at the saving and yeah. that's okay. But, um, you know, he signed up with you because of your demonstration of your value, your experience, etc., which is brilliant. So we have a lot of professionals listen to our podcasts and, and that are, are going to be reading our book as well. Um, new people into the industry as well, Sarah. Um, what words of advice would you, or wisdom, would you give a newcomer into the industry today? I'd like to do my role. Any role, getting into real estate at all. What, what words of wisdom would you give them, whether they're coming into the BDM or um, into real estate, either either? Um, just, I think, words of wisdom is don't be, like, fearful around things that, that can occur. I think real estate and property management is definitely an industry where there is a lot of problem-solving, um, negotiating. you need to be able to be okay and with that kind of environment and embrace that it is a role that can be challenging um don't take anything personally you know we can like we said earlier we can all have our good days and our off days and we're human that that's just natural that that's going to happen but I think just embrace the the change like property management and real estate is is um always going to develop and you've witnessed it too Dennis like how much has changed um even in my eight years that I've been in real estate so embrace the changes embrace the challenges don't take things personally um but I feel like if you can be organized and truly passionate about what you do it's just going to make things so much easier for yourself and for your clients absolutely is you know well said very well said because um sadly we can take things personally when something's coming against us as a business we've got to remember it's the process that the person's upset at or the situation it's not us individually yeah know, so. um, they might have had something happen in their personal life or something happen during their day that you're not aware of so it's just things happen you got to deal with it this is reality is that you know it's not going to be smooth sailing all the time mm. um but yeah I think just be really and align yourself with a, a business um and an office that you share the same values as mm. it's really very important good tip. very good tip okay Sarah so you're at the Inspired Growth Conference. We have an annual conference. Well, I'm going to still say annual, even though there's been a pandemic <laughs> and it stopped us from having one yeah. one year, but it's still um, a conference that we do have. We have the top BDMs in Australia, New Zealand, US, um, all over the world that, that come, even um, that are wanting to come this year, that we're in a pandemic and they still want to come. I'm meant to be closing the conference, but I've fallen ill. Michael's you know, jumped on the phone and he's talking to, you know, a client. He's helping someone out with technology. Darren's off helping someone with scripts and dialogues. You know, all of a sudden, you know, the MC taps you on the shoulder and said, Sarah, 
you've got two minutes to close the conference. You know, so we've got all these growth experts. What's your best bit of advice you can give somebody after spending time at a two-day event? Go for it. Oh, well, from my personal experience, though, because I was there and I, I, I had, you, there's so much energy that goes on at a conference and it is amazing. And to end it on an absolute high, one of my favourite things, and I would honestly do this again, to get everyone up on their chairs and just have some great music on and just all celebrate what a great two days of connecting and networking together it was. Like that was just a great end. Everyone was together having a dance but definitely raising the roof, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hair's up on my arms just thinking about thinking it again. Thinking about the you know? same, same. <laughs> the goosebumps because you know what? So basically what you're telling everyone, it's great about the action that you're talking about at the end, but you're talking about getting into the culture and um, networking and connecting with other like-minded people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still, I mean, you're, you're in communication with some of the people that they've gone into sales now, right? But they were um, award-winning BDMs for IGT mm -hmm. and you still connect with them and everyone, um, you know, we call it the IGT family, you know? Yeah, yeah. The IGT so, family is amazing. All support each other. Um, you know, we're all around the world, but yet we're still so connected and we haven't seen each other for, well, how long's it been? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> But it feels like yesterday and when, you know, we got the the conference um, notifications just to look back and the moments that really resonate with me is, yeah, when we were all together and just, we were just all had high energy and we we're all vibing, we we're all having a great time. And that's to me what I remember is just those connections formed during the, the conference um, because you created so much knowledge to take away and so many things to think about that you can implement, but you we all learnt something from each other as well. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, when you're putting um, like-minded people in a room um, of high energy and great learning, the, the buzz just grows and it takes a long time for it to wear off. Yeah. Sarah, you have been an absolute pleasure to have on mm -hmm. the PM grow 100 expert challenge it's um you know you 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 are an inspiration to many people we share a lot of um your details um out there in the world what's the best way for people to contact you if they've got any questions uh anyway they can send me you can call well pick up the phone give me a call pick up the phone pick give up her a the call phone. call me reach out Come to chat. Sarah on LinkedIn, on um, through on Facebook Instagram. as well. Yeah. Yep, excellent. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show and um, looking forward to seeing you um, on the next levels of your BDM career. Thank you, Dennis. It's been amazing.